Um, <clears throat> yeah. I love when like Sean Carroll or like some of those like theoretical physicists talk about like the many worlds theory or like all those kind of things where, and when they start talking about like many worlds and all these different dimensions and stuff, I'm like, I feel like you're just explaining on paper of like what humans are. Like, I feel like each human is their own world in their own dimension. They're each like, we're like a bunch of shattered universes walking around and hanging out together. Like we all have different perspectives. We all have different minds. We all have these different things we live in, but we're all connected as one. <clears throat> so like when you hear physicists talking about many worlds or multiple dimensions, I'm like, maybe you're just literally explaining on paper what we are. We're just like all these little dimensions and universes walking around coexisting together, like in one universe. I don't know. Cause my wife has a totally different perspective. When we watch a movie, she might pick up on a nuance. I didn't even know was in it, you know? And then she tells me, I'm like, I didn't see that. You live in a different universe than me. You see different things than me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 83 of the podcast. Man, happy new year. Insane. Another year's gone by. I can't believe how quick the years fucking go. It's nuts when you're, you're fucking a kid. Your parents are like, don't worry. It starts going by quicker and you're only a kid once and all these things. And it's true. Shit goes by so quick. But happy new year. We got a bunch of big announcements this year. Right now, the Patreon should be available. Uh, this new Patreon is going to be really more for the... I'm trying to reorganize my collectors. Instagram has gotten massive. It's really messy. The giveaways, the people that are winning them aren't even Bear on Studios collectors, but what do I expect? That's what happens when you do a free giveaway on Instagram, you know, everybody and their brother will enter. Um, but I think I want to adjust it a little bit. Still gonna do Instagram giveaways, like probably like one quarterly, so I'll do four a year, but I'm gonna move like my nice giveaways to Patreon. Uh, so that way that whoever wins the piece is a Bear Mountain Studios member. There's less people entering. And uh, if you do win a piece and you don't want it, you'll already be in the collector's group on Patreon and someone else on there could just scoop it from you. All trusted buyers and people that are actually supporters of Bear Mountain Studios. So we're going to build this Patreon up. Um, I've already got a couple posts on there. Um, we're going to have uh, new content. We're going to have scheduled lives. So we're going to do at least one scheduled live a week where we all hang out. And then uh, we might even get into doing Zoom lives where we all can see each other in session, hang out. Um, but I basically want to just reorganize the uh, Bear Mountain Studios community and start being able to find the... Uh, I just want to connect with all like the really like heavy supporters again because things have gotten just so big and uh, crazy. Instagram's gotten huge. Uh, so yeah, that's that's probably like the biggest announcement is the Patreon. I'm super stoked to do it. <laughs> and um, first tier we're gonna start out with is <coughs> just gonna be like <coughs> the most basic one. I think it's gonna be five bucks. But that five bucks a month, which would be 60 bucks a year, will enter you into win. Um, I think it's 12K in glass a year for that tier. <coughs> so uh, the idea is basically to be giving away one to two pieces a month in that tier. And if we fill up that tier and a lot of people are into it and like the Patreon, I have another tier. So I have three tiers all together. I'm only going to release tier one for now until we see how the Patreon does. But then I have some higher tiers with even more content and crazier giveaways, like giving away like unicorn full crushed opal pieces and stuff at higher tiers. But um, we'll announce those tiers once we see if people are into the whole Patreon thing, but it's a new thing we're gonna be working on. This also gives us a new platform for hypothetically, um, as I really like focus on the podcast this year and really try to build it up, if all the advertising of the podcast gets it kind of like uh, flagged on YouTube because of all the uh, smoking content and stuff on here, then we'll have a place to have the podcast where like it'll be safe to just do whatever the fuck we want. But I doubt that will happen anytime soon. I just trying to be, uh, you know, preemptive with everything and be ready just in case uh, things change on different uh, platforms and apps and stuff. So that's kind of how I've always done things. Just try to plan ahead or whatever. But I'm very, very excited for the Patreon because I think the giveaways are going to be way more fun. It'll be way less people. I mean, we're talking astronomically less. 
Like I have two giveaways already lined up for January for Patreon. I have a 10 millimeter double diffused and I have a 14 millimeter double diffused. So there's gonna be two giveaways right out the gate for Patreon. Um, also too, I have a little Easter egg in this episode today. So if people watch it far enough, you might be able to get a piece today. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, so the idea is just to be, be able to like, you know, interact more with the people that are really supporting me and have a, a place for all those people to go hang out like a community. We already have a dashboard made. So I'll start, uh, or a Discord, sorry. <laughs> I was working on Patreon this morning. It's called Dashboard there you're working in. But yeah, we have a Discord made and all that shit. So we're gonna start promoting it and uh, trying to find a way that I can connect with people more that are really heavily supporting. Cause uh, Twitch is super small and I'm only on there at fucking like midnight. We have to schedule that better. But I think Patreon will be something that because my wife will be helping me, we can really organize and have all the scheduled like live videos and be doing multiple giveaways a month on Patreon. So yeah, I, I mean, even even the guys that work here are like, dude, I'm gonna fucking sign up for the Patreon, like five bucks a month for a chance to win, like, you know, a thousand dollars worth of glass per month. So it's like, and if there's only like fucking less than a hundred people, like, like my wife thinks we're gonna get like all these people to sign up. I'm like, dude, I'm like, we might only get like 30 people signing up. And for a while, for a little bit, like it might not be like a huge thing, but it's going to be for the people who are like really about it and want to be like, come hang out with me and like scheduled lives. We can have like, um, <clears throat> we want to, me and my wife want to do this like mini podcast. That's like a 15 minute thing in the morning with just coffee and like our first smoke of the day where we just sit, talk about, get our minds going, talk about business, um, talk about life. And it'd just be like a thing for Patreon, like a morning, uh, basically like coffee sesh show um, Monday through Friday when the kiddo's not home. Uh, so yeah, we have a lot of things we wanna do with Patreon, but we're gonna start like slow and just do with like the clear giveaways and um, some scheduled lives. And uh, we have a couple other surprises too, but I don't wanna announce it too soon until I know if it's for sure gonna happen. But yeah, so, uh, but this is episode 83 guys. I don't know if I said that already, probably didn't. Welcome. If you've never watched this podcast before, you're probably super confused right now. What's happening? This guy just did, concentrated weeds and now he's talking about patreon well my name's evan basically what we do here is sesh we talk about life glass blowing terpenes hash really just about everything uh, every episode is a little bit different uh but yeah sit down hang out pack a bowl roll a joint heat up your nail i'm gonna be smoking hash all day today the first fucking 45 episodes 50 episodes of this podcast i smoked joints for the first 15 minutes uh then started getting even more into dabbing even though i've been i've been dabbing for 11 years um i've taken like little breaks where i'm like mostly smoking flour not smoking too much hash and then now i'm back to like a full hash diet i haven't smoked any flour in probably four weeks it, any at all not even joint a bong rip nothing um so yeah i'm really doing things smoking a lot of hash Shit is expensive though i'm gonna have to go back to smoking flour probably by summertime because i won't be able to justify it anymore um, cause it's like the holidays. So like, yeah, it's the holidays. Like little present for myself, buy some hash, but I'm running out of holidays cause they're all just about over. I might be able to get one more little bit of hash cause it's, oh, it's new year. Uh. But after that, it's like going to just be cold and there's going to be no real reason to be spending so much money on hash, but I can't help it. It's so good. I'm not even like I've said a million times. I'm not even trying to get stoned. Like I get stoned. Like that's just a side effect of chasing terpenes. Like if I could smoke terpenes, like real cannabis terpenes without getting like super stoned i don't know maybe i'd do that but i can't do that i don't have any way of doing it so i have to do it the way i do it so i just get stoned what can you do um <clears throat> i wanted to have a prototype piece to show off today but that's going to be next week we're gonna have a bunch of pieces i just didn't want to rush it um it's been really really fun like working on these though and like spending my nights like it's so different from doing like my more production stuff i've been doing the last couple years like I feel like this is, I'm going back to my roots. Like when I first started blowing glasses, what it was like drawing on the whiteboard, drawing in a notebook, like working on the piece. And then when the piece is in the kiln, back to drawing. And it was like this mad scientist, like creative, like workflow that was so addictive and fun. And uh, I haven't done that in a while. And I'm like, been staying up extra late, but I don't feel as tired during the day because I think I'm so fucking hyped up. Not that I'm not hyped up on like making like what I normally make and doing my big Sunday sales and stuff. But like anything, it's like, it's good to switch it up. Just like with working out, they say to like confuse the muscles, like do a few different workouts. Like don't consistently do the same thing. Don't form habits and like with muscles and stuff, you know, or else you will plateau and you'll lose, you know, maybe um, the opportunity to grow even like bigger or whatever. I don't know. I'm not trying to be a big muscly person, but my point is, is that when you like 
confuse your muscles or you confuse like, you know, switch up what you're doing in your daily work life or even the way you do your like chores or shit around the house you got to do, switch it up a little bit. It uh, mentally makes it easier and usually physically makes it easier too. So I'm feeling good, feeling awake, uh, feeling pretty positive. It's a nice feeling. Um, fucking just... It's hard to, it's like, I feel like a fucking, like a beginner glass floor again, where you're all like excited, like, oh, I'm going to try and do this and that. And like, I have like 12, I I was only going to do 10, but I think I'm doing 12 pieces now, but like all these different prototypes and I'm like, oh, I'm going to try and do this. Like I have this one piece that I'm working on and I've tried it twice and it's not working yet, but it's, I think it's going to work soon. It's a, so I've always wanted to do this. A lot of people have asked me to do this over the years, and but I've never seen anyone else do it in the way I want to do it. I honestly don't think anyone's ever done it. But I'm making a piece right now that creates a tornado in both sections. So the perk is a tornado, which we've seen people do before, but it's also a recycler that's making a tornado too. So it's like these two tornadoes like fighting side by side. One is the percolator though, and one's the drain. Uh, the problem I'm having is, is to generate the tornado in the perk and then having it be able to catch the water into the overflow and generate enough water pressure to create a spin on the drain. It's almost like because so much pressure is being made to make a vortex within the perk chamber, it's like slowing down the air pressure that's going through the condensed line to create the vortex in the drain chamber. So I have a couple ideas I'm working on to try and find a way to maintain the spinning vortex of pressure within the perk and then also be like pushing water into the drain I have like this little bypass that I'm gonna try like probably tomorrow. So it has like two different intakes, like one that's lower, one that's higher. So that way it can grab water even if you're not pulling as hard because what I'm finding is that it's so dependent on like, you have to pull this hard to make it work, which is a lot of pipes, right? But like, I don't want it to be so dependent on that. Where the RBR, it's like you can put 10 different water levels in the fucking thing. It's gonna work just depending on how you like to smoke, you know, where I don't wanna make, but these are prototypes and concept pieces. So this is why it's fun too, is because I'm like kind of like walking a path that I haven't walked in a long time where I'm like, usually I'm trying to make everything like, oh, this has to be like design it so that you can make a hundred of them, like make it a piece that you can reproduce, make it so it's like a good daily driver and aesthetically like is this and that. But with concept pieces, like a couple of the pieces, there's no way I could make it like that. It's just a concept. I want to try and move function like this. I want to move water like this. It's not going to look aesthetically like a normal pipe in order to move water in the way I want to move it. So I don't know, really, I'm just trying to do a cool water show while getting high. So, I mean, these are, look how much effort I'm putting into that. What a silly thing to put effort in, but Hey, it's what I'm doing. You know, some people are trying to get to Mars and I'm over here just trying to make a cool water show while I smoke weed just to make a cool video, you know, just trying to make dad videos, guys. What can you do? I'm going to hit a different piece. I'm warming up the nail on this because that's what I'm doing. I didn't, I didn't really think ahead. I just started heating it up, started talking about dabs. I was like, I got all this hash. I got some fire flavors, uh, flavors on the table today too. I have this cherry lime soda that it's when you smell it, it smells like crazy haze, almost like ghost train haze with a little bit of cherry in it. Like, but the flavor on it, like it actually, like the aftertaste is like soda, like carbonation with like, it says cherry, but the aftertaste to me is like carbonated strawberry soda, like fucking that reddish pink soda I used to get back in the day, like strawberry soda. Um, and then I got more Rapture cause I've been buying a bunch of that, but today I bought Rapture in both its, uh, both its forms. Did I? Well, oh yeah, this one's empty. I gotta grab another live batter. Um, I got the full spectrum and I have the live batter. Um, and I'll have like Isaac uh, catch some shots of we'll throw them at the end of the podcast or something so you guys can just kind of see some of the consistencies and colors in these hash. Um, that's another thing. I'm fucking doing it this year. I want like another little camera just so I can like while I'm talking about it, I can just like be zooming in playing with the hash with a dabber or something. I don't know. There's so much I want to work on. I'm feeling more motivated and a lot less anxious. And like last year was very depressing. And I'm fucking proud of myself because I worked through the whole year still still supported my family, still was there for everyone, still did consistent drops, still was present, but I was dealing with a lot. So was my wife. But this year, like we're both like trying to like move on from like, you know, losing people and everything that was going on, just like trying to move forward with our lives. And it's gonna, you know, I'm not one of those people that's like, this is my year and I'm going to 2022. And I'm not hating on you if you say that. And I don't mean to say it in that voice to make fun of someone that's trying to motivate themselves through posting things like that. I'm not hating on you at all. I'm just not one of those people because to me, I feel like 
it's only sincere if I say it to myself. If I say it to the world, sometimes all that's doing is making me accountable. Like I'm going to do this. I told the world I am and I have enough pride to stick it out and do it so that the world doesn't call me out for being like, you know, you can't do it. You said you were going to do it and you didn't. But nowadays I'm like so in my head with things where I'm like, I don't even want to share it with people. Like for it to be really real to me, I want to almost just like do a good job and like actions speak louder than words. I want people to just see like, whoa, Evan's changed up some things. Wow, the content's gotten better. This has gotten better. Like, um, so yeah, and, and I'm saying that as I'm like talking about it, so it's kind of hypocritical. Weird. What can you do though? I'm like really contradicting myself right now, I'm realizing, but whatever. It's okay. Smoke more hash. Um, what do I want? To, I think I'm gonna do the cherry lime soda this time. Oh, that's a little too cold. Let's get a little more heat on that. I think I'm gonna hit my flower tube. I'm gonna throw my ash catcher on it. Cause I'm making tubes. I'm making all sorts of crazy prototype shit. It's just fun. It's just going to be fun. The next two podcasts will be all prototype stuff. Um, and, uh, that's pretty much most of the content you'll see on Instagram too. After this podcast or when this comes out, like you'll have already probably seen some of the prototypes and stuff. So yeah, it's going to be a fun new year's. I worked Christmas Eve. I were, I mean, it's like, who didn't, right? There's a lot of us that did. That's kind of what we, us adults got to do. But when I was working on Christmas Eve, like, you would think because like how much I work and if stuff's selling out that like I wouldn't feel pressure to work on Christmas Eve, but it's like, I don't even know, man. I have like this crazy like fucking like anxiety or if I don't work, but I didn't work super late on Christmas Eve. I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to stop at this time, but I need to work for a little bit just so that I'm not like acting so anxious and crazy uh, this evening when we're all hanging out and trying to relax. Like I'm aware of who I am and my tendencies. So I try to really keep myself in check and I, I get super anxious if I don't work. I took Christmas day off completely and um, I felt great. I didn't fucking f like feel that like anxious, but as soon as Sunday hit, I was like, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta get to work. I gotta get to work. It's like, it's so crazy. I gotta figure that shit out because it's, uh, I don't know. It's just like, it's weird. It's weird to be like that. I gotta figure my shit out. I will though. Being aware of it's the first step, right? Being like, Hey, that doesn't seem like a healthy way to be. How do we fix that? One step at a time. But honestly, that's what pot, like every podcast I listen to, maybe it's because I listen to a lot of like comedy and like history. So I'm listening to like normal people talk about their lives on top of talking about like a subject. So like you see and watch people grow through these podcasts. Like, like I have podcasts I've been watching for like seven, eight years. And like if I go back and watch an early episode from eight years to now and I'm like, God, that person has changed so much. Like eight years ago, they were saying this crazy shit. Now they would never say something like that. Like it's just wild to see how much people have like growing stuff. So I don't know, like I'm, I don't know. I love doing this just for, it's like a cool way to like just record and know that I was doing something right. I was somewhere. I was in my garage still been in this garage a lot. Been having some severe deja vu lately because I think it's, I'm in the, I'm in the same places so much doing the same activities that, and I have the, I only have like four or five pairs of clothes I wear. So I'm like having deja vu, but I think what's happening is I've just like I walked the same path and wore the same shirt and this and this on the same like on a Wednesday and it all just seems the same. And I'm like, is this deja vu or I just only do the same thing all the time? And I'm not sure. Oh fuck, this is oh I'm gonna take another dab on this. I'll just do another one. Whatever. Tolerance has gone up because uh been smoking a lot of hash. Wow, that cherry lime soda, holy fuck. <laughs> Can you smell that, Aja? <coughs> Fuck, dude. Dude. Wow. Um, didn't cough at all because super smooth and hit on the perfect temp, but my mouth is just like watering so much. It's so weird. When you first start smoking weed, you get the worst cotton mouth in your life, but then it's like once you start getting these crazy terpenes, all of a sudden the opposite thing happens. You take a dab and if you're hungry, it's all of a sudden your mouth starts watering because your body's like, wait, didn't you just eat some candy or something? And it's like, where's the calories? And it's like, no, that was smoke. Tricked you. <laughs> Tricked your body. That's the best diet. It's a zero calorie diet. Carbonated water with flavor and then really terpy hash. Your body will think you're eating shit all day, but you won't be. You will be starving. Um, but you'll probably lose some weight, not in a healthy way. It'll come right back as soon as you start eating food. That's what I found. I've done fasting, all sorts of weird things to try and cut weight and stuff, um, over the last four years. Cause over the last four years, I've been like working out with trainers and trying to get healthier. And I have, I've gotten definitely way healthier, like leaps and bounds, but I have a long path ahead of me still. Um, 
but man, it's like, I don't even know what I was fucking talking about. (laughs) Like that fucking hash rocked me. But yeah, I've tried all sorts of diets and shit. And like the fasting diets, when I lose all that weight, like, and as soon as I start eating again, like within a week, it all comes back on, even if I'm like eating healthy. I would say the only benefit I've ever noticed from like fasting and stuff was almost like you feel like you've kind of like cleansed your body of a lot of like garbage maybe that's been like just sitting in there and all hung up in you uh, because you're just always putting calories in you so your body doesn't see the need to, you know, get rid of everything and use every bit. So I'd say you use up like all that extra energy and like garbage in you, use it up, freshen up the body. So it's, it's good to do. Like fasting is important. It's good for longevity and all that kind of stuff. Um, the, the body's funny. Like the more comfortable the body gets, the closer it gets to death. It's like, once it gets comfy, it's like the body's like, Oh, like you've like made children and like you're safe and everything. Oh, so like your purpose is done here. Like you can just start dying now. Like, so as long as you like keep like testing and pushing your body, like fasting, working out, doing all those things, then you're like tricking and manipulating, manipulating your body to think that, Oh, like you're trying to survive still. So we got to keep like making you survive. We got to keep giving you all the different, like biochemicals and tools that you need to produce and like from your brain and all these things to keep you moving you know it's like once you stop you die it's like a lot of old dudes i've talked to like oh yeah bob he retired and died within three years oh frank died within two years of retiring it's like yeah because once they stop and they start sitting on a couch and taking a break the body realizes like oh you're good you did it all sweet we can dip now we don't need to be here anymore it's like this biological suit is programmed to just make you fight until you can do the few things that it wants you to do on this planet. And then after that, it shuts down. So you got to keep tricking it to thinking that you're still fighting. It's just like with growing cannabis, when you're flowering female cannabis plants, what's happening, why the buds are getting huge and why there's resin dripping off them and getting all sticky is because the plant is trying its hardest to try and catch some male pollen. It's working so hard. So it's like, I got to grow a bigger flower. I got to get stickier so I can try to have this big sticky fan that's blown in the wind that I can catch male pollen so I can reproduce because the cannabis plant just wants to reproduce. It wants to make seeds and finishes its life cycle, but it can't when you have all females in a room and you keep the males out and you're just growing big, juicy buds, you're forcing these females to grow these huge buds because they're like, dude, fuck, like I can't find pollen. Like what I'm, I can't complete my life cycle. So you're trick your tricking them biologically to grow these huge sticky buds. Um, it's all just like part of it. So it's the same thing like we can do to our bodies. Like I was saying that to my trainer. I was like, I fucking think human technology, like the craziest human technology that I think no other animal on this planet has. I think we are the one animal that has this and our true like crazy technology that we have is we have the ability to manipulate ourselves, to convince ourselves to do things that are challenging, if not impossible at times. People can do the scariest things. They can do things that are like, I'm going to die. And they just do it anyways. And maybe they don't. They can convince themselves to do things. We can manipulate ourselves to do things. That's human technology right there. Being able to manipulate yourself into doing something that's impossible and then succeeding, that's something that no other animal has. You're not going to see like like an animal that's like knowingly, I don't know. It's I don't think animals convince themselves to do like the impossible. I think they just do it. It's like in the now, it's like, they're just thinking they're just surviving. We have like this whole other perspective of like many worlds. Like when I say living in many worlds, it's like, you can be like this person that's safe, healthy, living in a city, like all this stuff. Or you could be living in the Amazon, like trying to find food, walking four or five miles a day to get your water, two different fucking worlds. You can like live as a kid and then you grow older. Now you're living as an adult. You're at the kid world, the adult world, two different worlds. We live in many worlds as people. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now, but I'm going to take another dab. How about you guys? <laughs> Dude, it's it's a fuck it's crazy. I'm crazy for sure. But I like talking and I like uh I embrace I embrace the craziness. You know, it's kind of like a wave. It's just going to ride it. I'm not going to like try to stop it. I'm just going to be like, "Oh, maybe I can get comfy on this wave and find like a path that this is beneficial for me." Or I just go crazy on camera, you know. Either way, it's going to be entertaining, maybe. Either way, it's going to be entertaining, maybe. It's like contradicting myself in every sentence. All right. I think I'm going to take a dab of the um, the Rapture mixed, the batter mixed with the um, the diamonds. Because it's they're the same exact strain. I have Rapture in two different like forms. So I have it in like the full spectrum, which is going to be like your diamonds. Probably can't see it super good. These are super like light yellow, beautiful little little gemstones there and then I'm going to mix it with some of the batter. I just got to grab another gram of it. 
Oh, here's another fresh gram of Rapture. And then the batter. It's like this beautiful little dollop of just looks like fucking lemon. I don't even know. Lemon pudding. Beautiful. But the diamonds and the batter. So I like to mix a little bit of both. You know, it's probably a little sacrilegious for the extractor. They're like, we worked so hard to do different. And I'm like, check this out. Let's put them together. But to me, it's like, I feel like I get like an even more full flavor of this rapture of this strain because I'm getting like both of these like different extracts, like same strain, probably grown at the same time because I bought these from the same batch. Um, but yeah, so let's mix these. And I don't like mix them together. I just take a scoop of each on the dabber and then let them melt on the nail together. And it's just a terpy, tasty little puddle of hash. Gotta bust up these diamonds though. Some big chunky ones in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm finishing up the HMR today, and then I'm starting the uh, pump station tonight, which is probably going to be a three-day build at least. The thing with some of these pieces is I'm not, for how much time I'm going to put into them, this is like a passion project for the most part. Like, I could make a, like a big RBR drop and get people like more pieces and you know, generate more capital or whatever. But like, this is like, I need to do this. I need to like make some prototypes and play around and I need to show new collectors, like some of this older style brought back to life. And then I also need to show my original collectors something new that they can get stoked on. So it's like, it's good for everybody. And like my wife is super about it too. Like everybody's on board and it gives my team time to get caught up because when, when everyone's trying to keep up with my pace, it's just like, it's like a lot. It's just a lot because I work, I'm like a crazy person and I'm not in here like telling people to like work crazy hours. Like Cormac works like maybe like 20, 30 hours a week. He could do more if he wanted. Um, and then Keymaster works whenever he wants. Sometimes he puts in crazy hours. Sometimes it's low. It's really up to him. I'm not, I don't force anyone. No one has forced hours. It's just whenever you have time, come in, come in and work. Even if it's at 10 to two in the morning, fine. Even if it's eight in the morning to two in the afternoon, fine. Just whenever you have time, come work. When we'll, we'll work around their schedule. I keep it super chill. Chill as fuck. But, but still, keeping up with my pace is intense for everybody because it's like Cormac's got a lot of caps he usually has to make and then sleeving color and Brandon's prepping up so many opals and blowouts. And that's why in 2022, our goal is to add one to two more people to the team. I cannot wait. Or I want to get one person that's going to help with cleaning, shipping, and being an assistant. And then I want to get another person helping with, like, prepping color. So that way that I can have Cormac, like, full-time on something else and not just doing color with Keymaster. But organization, we'll get it together. I have so much to fucking do. I got to get, like, all the studio hooked up more. I have to I have new, I have new hoods I have to put in. We have the new kilns coming. got to get the electrician comes on the 14th, so in a couple weeks. Cause I got to upgrade my electrical some more for all these bigger kilns. But yeah, it's all like good stuff, but I get like really overwhelmed sometimes when I have like all these things to keep track of, like keeping track of making sure we have all these materials in stock and keeping track of just, you know, like growing the business and like the content and like posting and like, like certain nights, like the other night I had a fucking bad panic attack. I was freaking out. Like I went to bed and I had to like put headphones in at like three in the morning when I went to bed, I could not sleep. I was like having really I'm like getting anxiety not thinking about it and I just turned on Alan Watts and I was just listening to him talk about how we we're all like nothing and shit or whatever and like and I was just sitting there like whoa bro like I'm freaking out and uh it was just because I just don't like the pressure of like just keeping the ship straight keeping everything moving forward you know what I mean just keeping it making sure everything's it's just crazy stuff that you hear about as a kid it's like you work so hard you forgot to eat it's like you know, keeping everybody fed, all the animals fed, the baby, and just like keeping everything. And there's not enough hours in the day. And I'm just preaching to the choir because I know everybody feels like this for the most part. Anyone that lives nowadays that's responsible for anything, even if you just have a cell phone bill to pay, don't belittle any of your responsibilities. It's hard. It is. It's all hard. Um, that's why I never compare myself to even like other people. Like when I'm talking to even my employees, or other people, I'm not like, well, dude, I had to pay all this. I just try to relate with them. Like, damn, dude, it sounds tough. Like, I know that's tough. Like, I'm, I'm over that whole thing of comparing of who do, who's, who's it's harder for, who's it's easier for, like whatever, dude, like it's fucking hard for everybody. It doesn't matter. You know, 
the one thing you realize as you get older is like being upset. It it's like okay, like I always explain it in this way. It's like if someone, the worst thing that happened to someone was they, you know, had their goldfish die when they were a kid. That was the worst thing that's ever happened to them, and they like still are like upset about it till this day as an adult, and they cry and stuff and all that. But like that was the worst thing that ever happened to them. And then, but you're someone that's had all these family members pass away and stuff. And you're like, how are you upset over, hey, Luna, stop it. Ripping up my mat, Luna. They're like, how are you like so upset? It's just a goldfish. I lost my mom. I lost my uncles, whatever. And what we don't realize when we're talking to our other humans and peers around us is that that pain they're feeling is equal to the pain you're feeling because the worst pain they've ever felt was that their body creates the same painful chemicals and they're experiencing something horrible, even though it's just a goldfish, their perspective is not the same as yours. You have a deeper perspective. Maybe you've seen like, you know, more people like, like actual people like pass away and not just a fucking like animal or something. But yeah. So I try to be really like, I guess, tolerant with people and like conscious that, Hey, like maybe that person's really going through something, even though to me that seems comical. Like, you know, I had, it's, you can't belittle people's experiences because it's their experience. We can only, you know, ask them to try to explain it to us. We can, can't interpret it. It's really hard. It's impossible, actually. Just like, you know, we all see colors differently. Like, how do I know blue looks like, how do we know we see blue the same way? Even though we both see like this blue pipe on the table, it might be lighter to you. It might be darker to me. What's dark blue and light blue to you and me? Like, it's it's when you really start thinking about things it's like we all just trust that like we're all seeing the same thing but eyes on human beings and all creatures are filters they're filters so you don't see everything so you only see some things because if we saw everything we would probably freak out we if you saw every radio wave and microwave and you saw every sound frequency and you saw every time like some creature put off pain and all these different, if you saw all these things, you would, you wouldn't be able to function as a human. So we have these eyes that filter out all that shit and we just see, you know, what humans are capable of seeing, but colors look different to all of us. Again, I have no idea what I'm talking about. No idea, but it sounds kind of neat. Um, let's warm this up. This is what I wanted to do last time. It's the new year, man. And I'm just working on prototypes, feeling like a kid again. Man, we were a day late going out on a couple of the Sunday sale pieces. Waiting on, we were, we, we I mean, they've all gone out now. But, like, I was bummed that a few of them went out on Tuesday because I was like, fuck. But we were short two pelicans and then no one could get them to us. It's so hard. Like, we, we need, we get about, we use about 60 pelicans a month on average. Some months are more, some are maybe a little less. But on average, we need 60 pelicans a month, which maybe doesn't sound like that much, but it's actually kind of hard to get. And it's because that they're like all the same size. We need like 1200s and 1400s. And if it was like maybe like 10 different sizes, we could get them all because we'd only need like, you know, six of each or whatever. But because we're getting like 30 of each or 25 of each, it's tough to source all these fucking pelicans. It's crazy. But what can you do? We just fucking be patient. We let customers know what's going on. We keep people in the loop. And uh, pretty much everyone's chill. I've had a couple people get upset, but I get it. Like, and I we even tell them that, but like, we totally get it. And then we we always offer people a refund too. But like, would you like just a refund that we don't have to wait anymore? And no one ever takes it. And it's because people are just excited. Someone's just excited to get the piece. And I always try to tell myself that. I'm like, don't get mad at someone because they're being sassy. They're just excited to get the piece. They're really fucking excited. So excited that they're going to send you a nasty email. And that's fine. And me and my wife have gotten, or my wife and I have gotten so much better at that. And like, just like not letting it ruin our day. And like, just realizing like, oh, this person's just really excited to get the piece. That was a lot of money they spent. And they're just, they just want their piece so they can like smoke it, show it off or resell it or whatever their fucking plan was. Either way, that's not my you know business. That's up to them. But I try to be, uh, compassionate and understanding where someone's coming from when they come up to me with some sassy attitude. I immediately, that's my whole thing. Now when someone comes at me like really angry or sassy, I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and figure out what, what they're going, figuring what they're going through right now. Like I'm just a sponge for bullshit. I just absorb it. I'm a shit sponge. 
That's my that's my new thing. Just as like I just see shit and I just go soak it up. And then no one else has to deal with it. You know, if you're capable of doing that, do it. Cause it helps your community and people around you. At least that's what I tell myself as I'm soaking up the shit. I'm like, this is good, right? This is helping the community, right? This is better. No, I like it. It's like kind of like makes me feel like I'm like capable and tough. You know, I watched so many fucking war movies and gladiator movies growing up. I'm like, well, I've never gone to war like that. So I don't know what I'm capable of. I'm not tough. I'm like, well, I can absorb shit. So that's kind of tough, baby. That was a big dab. Oh yeah. That was that was really something. Wow. Well, I'm definitely gonna be pretty stoned this morning. I'm definitely gonna be trying to figure out what to do with myself. I'm gonna be working on glass though. Gonna be hyped up. But my employees are gonna literally see me like They'll watch me walk away from my lathe three times and grab nothing. Because I'll keep walking away and forget why I walked away and then walk back. And then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I know what I need. I'll walk, and, I'll, and I'll forget and I'll walk back. And then eventually I'll remember I just needed some water. And I'll make it to the water cooler. It takes a while, though. It's a whole thing. Man, it gets so hazy in here when I fucking start slamming these dabs. Holy shit, because usually we got the fans on here and we're working, so it just sucks all the smoke out. I wonder if my neighbors just smell fire terps all day. They're just like, damn, is that some, is that some hash? Doubt it though, because they're all like 85 years old and retired military and police and stuff. So they probably don't think that. They all love us though, which is cool. All my neighbors like get my kid like Christmas presents and Easter like Easter gifts and shit. Like they bring over Easter baskets for a little Estelle. I'm like, damn, you people are awesome. You're all gems. I tell them that too. I, I, uh. I try to appreciate everyone I meet or give them just a little, just something so that when they walk away from me, they feel something positive, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's because it's what I want. So I'm just trying to fucking do it to other people. I'm like, I always fuck with my wife. Like I'll give my wife a bunch of compliments and I'll look at her. i like, say something nice about me. And she just laughs at me and she says, you're an asshole. And I am, but I'm a nice asshole. I don't try to be. I think I'm just obnoxious. That's really what it is. Get too excited. Like I was that kid in class, like throughout like my early school is like first through third grade where like I'd have that one friend and if he had my friend would look at me, I'd start laughing and I could not stop and I'd have to be removed from the class. So like he won't stop laughing. No one was saying anything. I just had this one friend. He would just like look at me funny and I would just be dying. Oh my God. I don't know. I just... I, don't know, I always liked comedy as a kid. You guys, I don't know if anyone knows what Kids in the Hall is. I don't know if you guys ever watched that back in the day. That's some old like sketch show comedy shit. But I used to love Kids in the Hall growing up. My dad even brought me to a show when I was fucking, I think I was like nine years old or something. Nine year old at a Kids in the Hall show is just like a weird place. And it wasn't even like the dad was the one who was like, you want to go to the show with me? It was like, I liked Kids in the Hall, so I wanted to go to it and he made it happen. Fuck. At least that's how I think it went. You know, when you're, you know, when you're a kid, you just think you like, control everything. That's how, like, when I'm like walking my daughter around outside or we're playing or stuff, I'm like, I wonder if her in her head, she's like, yeah, I'm running the show. This fucking big hairy guy just follows me everywhere. Does whatever I fucking want him to do. And like, like, I wonder if that's how she sees the world. And that's what I try to explain to my wife when our daughter's getting really upset and my wife's getting overwhelmed. I'm like, listen. I was like, Estelle has only been here a few years. She's been on Earth for three and a half years. She only knows her emotion, her emotions. She probably assumes that we all feel the same thing as her. She doesn't quite realize yet that other humans have other perspectives. So she assumes that, oh, if I want marshmallows right now, everyone wants marshmallows. And if mommy and daddy won't give me marshmallows, what the fuck is happening in the world? Because we all have the same perspective. Are they stupid? What is going on? I'm going to cry. It's like you only have one perspective when you're that little. You don't. 
can't grasp that there's other people living in their own worlds. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I love when like Sean Carroll or like some of those like theoretical physicists talk about like the many worlds theory or like all those kind of things where, and when they start talking about like many worlds and all these different dimensions and stuff, I'm like, I feel like you're just explaining on paper of like what humans are. Like, I feel like each human is their own world in their own dimension. They're each like, we're like a bunch of shattered universes walking around and hanging out together. Like we all have different perspectives. We all have different minds. We all have these different things we live in, but we're all connected as one. <clears throat> so like when you hear physicists talking about many worlds or multiple dimensions, I'm like, Maybe you're just literally explaining on paper what we are. We're just like all these little dimensions and universes walking around coexisting together, like in one universe. I don't know. Because my wife has a totally different perspective. When we watch a movie, she might pick up on a nuance I didn't even know was in it. You know, and then she tells me, I'm like, I didn't see that. You live in a different universe than me. You see different things than me. Um, I don't know. You could also flip that around too when you guys are fighting and be like, you don't even get shit. You live in a different universe, but you know, either way, uh, <clears throat> it just, I don't know, I guess because I'm not like one of those super educated people that I try to find ways in my world that I can relate to like someone talking about theoretical physics. I'm like, well, how does that make sense in my world? You know, you got to find things to do folks when you're sitting around all day working, you know, you got to listen to podcasts or other shit. And then just like, you know, think deeply. There's nothing better than just thinking deeply and imagination. Like keep that up. That's how you keep your brain healthy. Like muscles atrophy. And I believe your brain atrophies too. If you stop believing imagination, you stop having creative thoughts, you stop challenging yourself, stop. If you stop doing things that are new to you, that you're confusing, like the more you challenge your brain, the more it's going to continue to push forward. And I feel like have high functioning and longevity. It's, it's like when you slow down is when things start, stop working. It's like, if you don't, uh, wait, what's, what's the saying? Like, if you don't use it, you lose it kind of thing. Like if you don't work out, like you lose your muscles. Like if you don't like <clears throat> do certain tasks, like you lose the skill, like with glass blowing, if you don't blow glass, like you eventually lose all that dexterity. You might still in your head be able to picture how to do things and execute it, but you might not have the dexterity to do it by hand anymore. Um, God, my fucking dog. Uh, yeah, but it's just, you gotta keep challenging your brain and your body too. I'm trying to figure that shit out. It's challenging enough to fucking tie my shoes in the morning. So I'm like, I feel like I'm doing something. I'm like, I'm like out of breath, like tie my shoes and sit up. And I'm like, <gasps> and my wife's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I have to hold my breath when I tie my fucking shoes. Like, and I've talked about this thing on early episodes, but it's what it is. I mean, there's only so much room in my body. And when I bend over, I'm compressing what little room I have in there. And then the lungs get all squeezed. And I'm like, oh, I can't breathe. Like if someone put me in a box, I'd die. Not from claustrophobia, from from mechanical function of the body. Like there would be no way for air to get in there with the uh, organs and the gut all squished in there. But either way, like my trainer tells me, dude, even if like you lose like what gut you have, like your, your upper body still is getting bigger. So like you're, <laughs> she's like you just gotta breathe <laughs> like i'm like I can't, I can't breathe when i bent over it's like you just gotta breathe i don't know maybe i'll do some practice today i'll just pretend to tie my shoes and try to take deep breaths and see what happens i'll learn how to breathe while fucking bent over this is what i'm going through i hope you guys are relating and this is the content you were looking for it's like how to tie your shoes without you know having a panic attack you can't breathe it's pretty cool i'm living it up the new HMR I'm making will be able to support the ash catcher so I can do some fun dab videos, but this one is just too small of a base. I mean, I could, I could dab on it. I just have to hold it. I want to like grind this joint now that I have, like I have like uh, joint grinding tools now. I could grind my older pieces. So they're all like grinded joints. <clears throat> I'm stoked to have so many older pieces. I smoked the hookah the other day. I should have fucking busted that on the podcast. Smoked it or smoked it on here. I think we showed it off like uh, a year and a half ago or something. I don't even know. Long time ago. But the Gonzo hookah. We'll bust it out here eventually. I'll probably wait till Cassie comes back on and we'll get stoned on the, the hookah with like the slurper. Do hookah slurper dabs. Because I think she wants to start coming on. The guys want to come on. I think people want to start becoming more part of this. So that I, I might have to change the setup a little bit. So we can do more of like um, group crew episodes. Um, and everyone that will be having part of the crew will like 
know how to podcast and not talk when someone else is talking so we can hear everyone. And I'll get better at not talking the whole time too. Cause usually it's just me. So I have to talk the whole time, but if there's guests here, I can, I have to learn how to turn that off just a tiny bit. So yeah, this does fit on there. It's just, you know, it wants a tip cause it's fucking heavy, but we could, uh, Isn't it crazy how hard that fucking ash catcher shreds? Like the tornado on it. These are some of the things I'm going to offer on Patreon too. There's going to be Patreon only drops as well. And uh, that's where like when I do the Titan RBR drop, when I do the Juggernaut RBR drops, and when I do the RBR ash catcher drops, they're going to be small and they're going to be for like those hardcore BMS collectors. And hey, if they don't scoop them on the Patreon after like a day, I'll put them up on the regular website or something. Um, I think they're still going to be on the regular website. They're just going to have you have to have a code to get into the Patreon only page. There's going to be something. The Patreon is going to be like a little club. We're going to have like our own like special drops on giveaways, um, you know, our own live and scheduled stuff so we can start like chilling, get to know each other better, like maybe eventually have like, like I said, the Zoom sessions and stuff. But this year is the year of getting two more people on the team, hopefully finishing this studio and adding to the content and not hopefully just fucking spend my year dealing with crazy family shit. I hope, I hope, oh my God, I hope, because it would be so dope. Oh my God. And my wife's been talking about another kid and I'm like, dude, you're fucking crazy. No, I, I want it. Believe me, I want it. I want like 10 of them, but... Dude, like it's like two 20 steps backwards. It's like, oh my God, those little fuckers are so expensive. It's so hard, so challenging on your bod. Oh my God. You're just nervous. If, like, if you love your wife, you're just scared the whole time. You're like, are you okay? Is it, you're in pain? We're in pain. Do you need to go to the hospital? You're just like scared the whole time. It's basically the time they tell you nine months, but it's a lie. 10 months. The baby's in, the, in them for 10 months, 40 weeks. Whoever said nine months, I think they say that, so they're like, 10 sounds too scary because it's double digits. Just tell them nine, and by the time they fit nine, they're like, fuck it, we're already here. What's another month? It's 40 weeks, okay, people? That's 10 months. And I, I'm sick of this nine-month thing because I, I feel like I was lied to. Um, either way, it's fucking 10 months, shy of a, two months shy of a year of just pure anxiety if you're a mentally unhealthy person. If you're healthy, which I'm sure there's a bunch of you out there, I'm sure it's just exciting. You're just like, everything's perfect everything's great yeah my feet and then your wife's like oh yeah my feet don't hurt i feel great i love being pregnant because there's some women that are like i love being pregnant and i don't think that's my wife she even told me she's like i don't want to be pregnant she's like i wish they would just come out as two years old i'm like then let's just adopt some some awesome kid or something i don't even know this is not podcast material either way life's crazy it's fucking crazy every time things start fucking getting good then like there's a new challenge which isn't that how it's supposed to be? I think so. That's how you continue to grow. And you just gotta say stuff like that constantly so you don't go crazy. So that you're like, you're like, you know, reaffirming, you're like, oh, I'm this is really hard and terrible, but it's supposed to be. I'm reaffirming it's I'm doing it right then. It's this human technology I was talking about earlier in the episode. You can manipulate yourself in the worst situations, like, oh, this is perfect. I'm supposed to be here in this shitty situation. It's how I grow. <sighs> Is any of it really necessary? Could we just be comfy on an island smoking hash and eating pineapples? And then that's just fine? Or do we go crazy? Because I can't even take a day off and sit down and watch a t fucking movie without like, I, I, I gotta work. What is that? I don't know. I think it all is based in being like creatures that know, know our own mortality. I really do. I think all that like pressure and anxiety comes from being like, oh, my time's limited. I gotta get, I gotta get all this done. If I don't get all this done, then... I failed or whatever like you know it's like this weird weird thing that i feel like creatures that are mortal have to deal with i feel like emotions come from mortal creatures too i feel like aliens if they're immortal and they live forever why would they have emotions emotions would be just an obstacle to them like like evolution like with their like growing like and getting farther like emotions would just get in the way why do you think we have wars all over the world it's not rational it's because someone's mad at someone because they did something, hurt their ego, fucked them over, took their thing, whatever. If everyone was rational, there would be no war because everyone would realize, oh, that's if both sides are rational, they'd be like, oh, well, that doesn't do anything. It just 
you know, fucks everything up. How do we fix it? Oh, this and this. Okay. Solved. Done. So I think aliens, if you're immortal, probably don't have emotions. And if you're like mortal creatures, like humans, we have emotions because we need these emotions to keep us motivated to go farther and keep pushing ourselves. Cause as we're going through all these really tough times, like those like emotions like help us get through them or sometimes they hinder you from getting through them they fuck you up more but either way it's a tool that we need to possibly survive and get further whereas someone who is immortal wouldn't really need that just like if you were immortal you wouldn't need genders or fucking like anything you would just be like a gray fucking alien walking around probably just like you wouldn't need anything you'd just be like oh i just just like an ant part of a colony that just grows <clears throat> i don't know that wouldn't be human though. that doesn't sound very fun right I like all the different, like, you know, people and creativity and cultures and ideas out there. I think all of it's fascinating. It'd be so boring if we were all the same. Sometimes I feel like that's what society is trying to do is make us all the same. The way, like, I don't know, everyone's fighting right now and stuff. It's like with like cancel culture and stuff. I'm like, are they just trying to make us all the same? Like exactly the same? That sounds so boring. It's in our differences that that's all like the cool things about humans. Like it's all these varieties and unique things that each individual human brings to the table. And truly if like, if our universe did start from one large big like event of like energy bursting out and spreading and creating the universe and all these different galaxies within it, then maybe we're all just like, one like we're all just little pieces of one giant consciousness so we are like you know all connected i don't know if you smoke enough hash you'll follow you'll follow along you just got to keep smoking if this is not making sense yet you haven't smoked enough either way i don't i don't see any like reason to fight with people that's why like when i have friends or family like bring up like stuff that may be like controversial or they like want to like uh you know, I want to probe and see if like, you know, where I'm at on certain things. I'm just like, oh yeah, dude. Like I said, another episode, oh, I don't participate in anything. I'm just, I'm just in my garage smoking hash. If you guys need me, I'll be over here. I'll help you fucking push your car. If you need me to give you some money, if you need some help, I'm here to help you all day, but I'm not here to fight with you. I'll tell you you're right a bunch. I'll tell you you look great today, <laughs> but I ain't going to fight with you <laughs> at all. <laughs> not at all. No way. 796 hot as shit all right um day wrecker i think that's what i want to get into next is the day wrecker mm. again just like a little puddle of just like terps i love all these batters from green dot i i usually smoke rosin but the last couple of weeks i've been smoking just all batters from green dot because the price is so damn good on them the terps i want to get sponsored by green dot but when you're like, I don't know, when I'm like kind of like friends with someone, I feel weird like asking for anything. I'm like, cause I'm like, I'm thinking about them and then like their time, how busy they are. So like, I don't want to bug them, but that would be cool. Green Dot sponsorship would be sick. He did hit me up the other day. He was like, oh, we got to catch up. It's been a long time. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And then I sent him a picture of my tray of my like 25 jars of Green Dot. And I was like, bro, still supporting daily. And uh, just to show him like, I'm not like, you know, hitting anyone up for like anything. I'm just like going out and supporting like a friend's brand, you know? All right, let's hit this HMR real quick. So <coughs> the HMR I made for the prototype drop is not the refined HMR. It's just like an HMR like concept piece because it has all the HMR components with like a, a beefier perk, like a crazy perk. Like I put a fucking big engine in this piece. Like it should move crazy water. <coughs> it also has a double vortex, but also still has a nice big swoopy drain for a fun bubble trail. Um, but it does have a double vortex, but it's squatted too. It's, it's pretty fucking cool looking. When I post the videos of it, I'll show the drawings and I'll have time-lapse videos. I'll have, it's like a whole fucking thing. Oh fuck that day wrecker though. Yep. 
Yep. You know, I'm doing this right now because my fingers are cold and it feels really good on my eyes, but also I need to hold my face. Okay. Wow, that shit's strong as fuck. I only took like one pull on it, I think. Didn't even take my second pull. I was just like, whoa, that shit's potent. Yeah, little face melter there. Whew. I'm excited to share these. The new, uh, it's not like a refined version. It is refined, but it's not, it wouldn't be the official, like, because I think it's going to be a little bit like this one. It's going to be like the height of this one. Maybe even like a hair, like a, I think it's probably going to be about the height of this. It's almost done. Maybe a hair taller, much wider base though. The base on this thing is like that, but it's not a bunch of water volume. It's like, it's a cool base. Like everything's different about it, but it has the HMR component of the donut section here with the four pillars around and then the drain that goes through the center of the donut and out the back two pillars. It has that component. Um, just a different perk. And the um, joint setup similar where it's like got bridge to the actual funnel and stuff. A little bit different intake though. And the whole top is completely different. Double Maria mouthpiece on the clear one though, because I like to do those like skinnier double Marias on the scientific stuff. It's clear because it just, it looks nice and it's easier to move the clear in those sharper, thinner sections. Whew, all right. <clears throat> Fuck guys. Well, next Sunday sale is going to be the concept piece drop. January 9th is the date we're shooting for. Um, the pieces will be done by then, but maybe the wife wants to hold it off to the following Sunday, Sunday, just so she has time to get all the Boral Vision photos done and stuff. So we're saying January 9th, but it could be pushed back to the following Sunday, but we're hoping for January 9th. But then the next big RVR drop is gonna be at the end of January. Uh, it's gonna be January 23rd, I believe, is the date of that. And it won't be like huge, huge, but it'll probably be like 50 pieces. It'll be like clear and colored stuff. The boys are prepping crazy color for it so much. And then um, I'm gonna be getting into those here shortly, crushing out, start crushing color, and then get into the clear RBRs. So we'll have a bunch more RBRs available at the end of January. I'll have the concept piece uh, drop coming up next. Don't forget to sign up for that newsletter. That's gonna be how you're gonna stay in contact with us and get updates on these drops. It's important. Patreon, it should be available today. <clears throat> if you wanna get in on the first Patreon giveaway, which might not be that many people, uh, go sign up for the Patreon. There's only gonna be one tier to start. Um, I believe it's the $5 tier. Um, even got a cool little like RBR symbol for each tier as it gets headier and headier. We have these custom RBR symbols made by our graphic designer that are really cool. We've had saved for a long time for this project. So we're finally using it all. <clears throat> and uh, I think the Patreon is gonna be a really cool new place where we can build up a uh, more private club community for Bear Mountain Studios collectors and myself to go hang out. Um, the Discord is Bear Mountain Studios. I'm going to start using that and uh, communicating on there so we can kind of build a place where we can talk and sell glass and hopefully it doesn't get poisoned by, you know, someone that's trying to take advantage of anything. But I don't think it will because we're going to build this organically and slowly and I'm not going to put it all over like the Discord and stuff all over Instagram right away. We're going to start off here slowly and then I'll start like figuring out how I want to promote it and where because <clears throat> Instagram is wild now. It's like I have to delete so many comments a day of just like random bots promoting like only fans like check my DMS or like look in my, look in my, uh, pro profile bio. It's just like, and people trying to sell shit, sell drugs and stuff. I'm like, Jesus Christ, <clears throat> we are all drug free people here on Baremont studios. Okay. And all the people that follow us are drug free too. So get out of here with that. Uh, but yeah, thanks for uh, watching episode 83. If you made it this far, appreciate you. And if you did make it this far right now on the website, I have three mini double diffuse on there in clear <clears throat> hibiscus lip wrap. I accidentally made three hibiscus of the wrong. I made the wrong colored lip wrap uh, for um, the pieces I dropped that Cassie sold. So I had to remake three mini doubles, which meant I have three mini doubles available that were the wrong ones. But they have caps, everything ready to go. They're on the website right now. I'm going to tell Cass to put them on the website at 830 this morning so that oh, no i shouldn't do that because you if you watch to the end this far it's about an hour in so i'm going to tell her to put them on there at 9 a.m mountain standard time so if you watched all the way to the end of the podcast and you want a mini double diffuse they're gonna be right there if no one scoops them up within a few hours um i'll probably put a post on my story on instagram so if you want a 10 mil mini double diffused and clear hibiscus is a beautiful red and purple color scoop it right now on the website. Thanks so much, everybody. Episode 83. What an episode. Have a great day.